Ooh, ooh, ooh. we're back. We are back. We had a little bit of a little pause last week, but you know, right. always coming back. Mm-hmm. But on the busiest week of my life, I'm like, let's podcast, you know? Right? <laughs> oh, I am like, Why I, not? Am, I am D E A D dead. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I had two friends. So it was, this last weekend was ACL. Uh, Austin City Limits. Yes. Thank you. Austin City Limits, for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. And I stupidly. Well, I thought one friend was coming one weekend and the other friend was coming a different weekend. Mm-mm-mm. And I found out like a week and a half ago that they're both coming the same weekend. <laughs> what a wacky and misadventure. And they're both staying with me. So I'm like, I'm truly like, if it's one person, they can either sleep on yeah. the couch or they can sleep in my king bed with me. And it's like so Fabulous. Easy. Fabulous. But when it's like, an, now we're at to three people, I'm like, what are you going to do here? It's almost a party. Some would say it is. It was a party. It was a party. I mm-hmm. I do want to wait to talk about ACL until our guest is introduced. Yes. Because yes. He also went to ACL and obviously uh, would probably have some some thoughts too. Um, Simon, what's new? What's what's the scoop? What what's oh uh, God. for you? I've had a whirlwind of a week. I can't even begin to explain. My life has changed and things are going upside down. I'm realizing, oh, my salary stays the same, but inflation goes up, parking goes up, housing costs go up. What's up with that? How am I supposed to pay for my life? A lot of like crises happening <laughs> right now. It is, yeah. <laughs> that that was. Like I just went home. I, like... I went home today and I tried to take a nap and I was like, I'm too panicked. I just have to go smoke a bowl and that's all I can do right now. Sometimes that's all you can do. Sometimes it's all you I can do. I feel like the concept of like raises and inflation didn't oh, really God. hit me until like maybe a year ago that I finally yeah. realized. I, I was like, wait, you're telling me that my raise is pretty <laughs> much just accounting for inflation and I'm not getting paid anymore? Oh, you're lucky that yours is even doing that. I'm just making less money. Well, I think, I think now uh-huh. the way that the current inflation is going that is Mm -hmm. true what you're saying is very true this is also a financial podcast we do dive deep into dollars and cents we're not professionals but we do like giving advice we do know (laughs) things like roth ira couldn't tell you what it does no you should have one yes yep w4 (laughs) yes exactly hsa make sure you do your taxes that's right yeah, mm-hmm. all those things. That's right. Um, now, Aaron, we're doing something a little different this week, aren't we? Music-wise. It's a little out of our comfort zone. Is it? Think? I don't think so. You think so? Well, it's I... not like, you know, it's not Chapel Rowan. It's not one of our pop girlies. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but we've, I, I would, I would like, I'd put this in the same kind of camp as like um, Bjork, right? Mm. Like sure. this is a, a little something different. Mitski, mm. you know, kind of more in that like exploratory singer songwriter type stuff. If you know, you know. That kind you got to be in the in the know to get in. The Ali and That's AJ, right. as they say. <laughs> what a comparison, Ali and Very AJ. Very similar. A lot of parallels. Yeah. Do you listen to that album? Do you go back? I did. I do. 
I haven't in a I yeah there I'll say there are a couple of songs they they pop up and I go yeah that was pretty good I did go good. back quite a lot but I haven't gone back in a while but you're making me want to go back because you notoriously flopped that album <laughs> and I didn't I didn't well, I gave it a bop and I sometimes hold true. that's how it goes you know um. So speaking of, of bop or flop, we review albums yeah, here. We do. And sometimes we have guests. Sometimes. This, uh, if, if you came into this episode thinking that you would be getting an album review and with a guest, you're in luck. That's what you're this week luck. is. We're That's doing right. it. You didn't, you didn't have to listen to Simon or Aaron ramble on by themselves for <laughs> 20 odd minutes. Not that notorious Camp Rock in, uh, review that we have been so desperately wanting to do. No. Oh, someday. Someday. <laughs> Instead, we are reviewing the new Suf- Sufjan? Sufjan? Sufjan. That's right. Stevens uh, yes. album, Javelin. And right. we have uh, our second ever Austin resident guest with us. <sighs> um. So this Austin uh, resident guest, um, I met, I want to say, maybe, maybe like four months ago. Uh, mm. And we started Gib Gabbin about music. And then he Fast found out friends. I had a podcast. Fast friends, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. He's like, if you do an ABBA episode, I want you on, I want to be on the ABBA episode. Get in line, babe. Well, uh, if they release <laughs> another one, Mama, we will get you on there. And then he wanted to review the damn Demi Lovato revamped album. And I said, uh... well, if there's nothing better to review, we might consider it. <laughs> We have given them a lot of shine on this pod. We have get, Demi is one of our most reviewed artists somehow, <laughs> and it's not really like, yeah, our we're not I fans. Think our, our holy trinity is like Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift, and um, Little Mix. They we mentioned them probably more than anyone on the podcast, and we've reviewed <clears throat> multiple things, but we've also. I think Carly. <laughs> we do talk about Carly a lot. Carly was Carly. We've reviewed more than once, and but anyone we don't else? talk about her as much, right? We don't talk about Carly pretty much at all. We yeah. did do three episodes for Olivia Rodrigo, and even though she only has two ep- or albums, so her impact, uh, the the impact. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Beside we the didn't point. review revamped. We didn't review. Um, uh, unreleased new ABBA album. Not yet. But we are reviewing Sufjan Stevens. And this was another yeah. artist that that um our guest so graciously offered to review with us. And so welcoming welcome uh Austin resident. I don't want I don't even want to say what like your like army title is because I don't know if I know it exactly. <laughs> oh uh... but all those different things. Brady Schneider into your ears. Welcome, Brady. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. And not to, it is Schneider. My Schneider? Oh, uh, bam. It's it's weird German bam. linguistics. I um, oh yeah. German so girl. quick quick German lesson. You always pronounce the second vowel. So mine is I E, which is why it's Schneider. Kind of mm. like how Diesel is I E, but you don't say Diesel. Wow. Yeah. But okay. all good. And army rank is sergeant, but 
We'll talk more about that later. We'll talk. We'll talk we more talk about that about later. That. We're that's saluting. Come up. I Cam. know that that's going to come up. <laughs> oh yes. Well, um, don't worry. I, I do not want to let go of this last name thing because yeah, the amount of people that have your last name, many immense, many immense. So, and I yeah, always they're... heard it was the nighter. Yes. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. So um, it is normally Schneider, which is E-I. And mine is Swap. Okay. But all right. it all it all comes down to German history, which I mean, here you guys review music. You did not know, although Aaron <laughs> told me well enough to know that I will go in 400 different directions. And then sure. just oh, uh-huh. an encyclopedia. But it's all based on the fact that our concept of Germany is a new, it's like a new construct, the same way Italy is. Because for oh a long God. time, they were city states. So like, I my family's from Northern Germany. So the I and E got switched. And then wow. there's the last name Schneider, S-N-Y, and then Schneider. But they all mean the same thing. We all were just tailors, which is why... I need to learn how to sew so that wow. I can keep, you know, keep my family roots and make a little extra spending. So you cash. can go on drag like, race. So I can go on drag race, or better yet, um, be the person that the drag queens call because somebody's got to make those outfits, and they pay good. They pay top damn dollar for those. That's I, right. Do that. I've, I've, I know that like they, they spend some a lot of money on things, but I feel like they, they go, well, don't you want the exposure artist? Like, don't you want the exposure? They, I'm like, bitch. I feel, I feel like they do. I hope for not. certain people, but like the thing that I've realized from being a fan of Drag Race for a while is if you're a credible designer, they will build you up. If you yeah. scam any number oh. of once, you're done. Oh god! Oh god! Yes, I live for those posts, those social posts. Serena Cha Cha the wig debacle. Oh my God, love it. Wig Wiggate is still going on. Still it never going. ended. And it never will. I hope never Serena Cha Cha is doing all right out there. Except for who Serena. You, who do y'all think um, Bibi Sahara Benet had her lipstick picked for? Trixie. Trixie for sure. One hundred percent for sure, Trixie. But out of respect for the contestants. And we'll you never know, know what? We'll never know. That's a smart move. Vivi was a smart bitch for doing that. But I think she was smarter for when she she was like, hmm, Ben's taking a long time at that box. And she's writing. You know what? I'm going to pull my wig off. I think Vivi knew the whole time she's writing her name over there. And you know what? You think so? Oh, yeah. Wow. I think she knew. I think okay. she stood there, watched her write it, and was like, well, I'll throw this. I'll throw this lip sync. Okay, she I don't think see Drew Bibi Zahara. Bibi was had winning either way. Bibi has a PhD. I'm telling you. I don't she know does. if that's true or not, but she's, probably. I mean, she's, she's got something. Hey, she's cookies. a Minneapolis girl, so that's right. First queen I ever tipped. Fun fact. Whoa, this is true. I there's also Mercedes Amount Diamond. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that and we also did have Utica, but Utica moved Utica. to Chicago. Chicago girly uh, now. That's right. But Utica was like is like 
just as talented as, as you've seen on the show. Oh God, so talented, yeah. But all of do you remember the Bob Ross debacle with the afro and the thing, and then also yes. like her? Yes, that was that all because was, the Minneapolis drag was, queens went into her. That was also a crazy time. Oh my yeah. God, white people mm-hmm. were terrified of saying the wrong thing any which way. So that whole like the whole thing was like it's okay. It's just an I guess. Uh, you know what though i will say and i'll like maintain this first off what a like secret lip sync assassin i think no one saw that coming from her second off her and farah moan were like their roasts are so bad it's good i would have saved <laughs> they are so bad that like they're so, so bad, bad that they're iconic oh which incredible I think is like goes full circle they're like you're safe because I will on a like I'd say monthly basis will just randomly go. Let's get this supposed to cook it. I was just gonna say uh-huh. I'll just uh-huh. at random 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 moments of my life I'll say it, and I mean never forget Laganja and her stand up moment. Oh, <laughs> kind of like your vagina. Your vagina. <laughs> so bad it's, it's hot. Good. Very hot. So bad there. it's good. Like Xanadu. If you haven't seen the movie Xanadu, so bad it's good. <sighs> Um, okay, uh, Brady, where is your tea from? What is it, what is your cup? I mean, like, what's your cup? Oh, um, so my cup is I, uh, when I was active duty, had to, for anyone, I had to do a transport, and we were going from Leavenworth, Kansas, all the way to North Carolina, and so I had to drive 16 hours straight, um, and then <sighs> the way back, we could stop, and so we drove through West Virginia. So it's just one of those Starbucks, West Virginia mugs. I thought I'm probably never coming back to this state. Um, <laughs> I will also say the state yeah. is lying. Um, they use the quote from country roads on their toll roads that you have to pay for because right toll road, they are so poorly maintained. I want my money back. Oh God. Lies. You heard it here first. Well, you know, politics, there's a lot of shady stuff going on. Where is We try to avoid it on this podcast. Country roads <laughs> take me out of West Virginia as yeah. soon as possible. <laughs> this is a controversial take. This might uh, get some listeners to turn off. Yeah. Uh, our West, our West Virginia following is pissed. Oh, I just pulled the Utica. Our Philippines listeners, though, they're chill. They don't care. <laughs> they're chill. They don't give three fucks. <laughs> Which I, by the way, we we've kind of have we we've acknowledged that's likely just VP like VPN. That's Aaron. Really... You said it one time. I don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> I like to think that we're international, though. That is that yeah. Is fun. Period. Um. So we're reviewing Sufjan. Sufjan. Great pronunciation, by the way, Aaron. Brady. Why were you like? I want to do that episode. So the reason I think that, like you had mentioned, I had other artists that I wanted to do. The reason Sufjan stuck out to me is two. One, um, he is, he deserves more recognition. And like when I tell gay people, gay people specifically like know of him tangentially from Call Me By Your Name because he wrote the music for Call Me By Your Name. I don't want that to be his legacy. And second off, uh, the reason I thought that I wanted to do this episode and this album and this artist 
with you guys was what's better than having somebody who as a child was told that they were an old soul, which is basically people's way of telling you, you have zero serotonin left at age 12. To review the saddest boy in music, Sufjan Stevens <laughs> is a sad, sad little bottom. Certified sad boy. Yes, Certified absolutely. Boy. And I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I am one of those gays who tangentially is aware of Sufjan because of Call Me By Your Name. And okay. great music. Great music. Well, I'm here to, to expand your knowledge. <laughs> I- I'm ready. I read the book, too. Most people don't do that. I'll just say that. There's a book for this? Call Me By Your Name? <laughs> oh, I think yeah. remember this album. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, no. what? No. <laughs> Not Sufjan. Not no. Sufjan. No. I guess no. in his physical, um, I don't know if it's the CD or if it's the vinyl, but he does have like a 10-page poem in there. I didn't read didn't read that, didn't get it, but didn't read it. Okay. All right. That is a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I feel like I knew of Sufjan because of uh Call Me By Your Name. And I do feel like I went and like actually listened to some of his music. And the vibe was like very like I was into the vibe, but it's not like my normal music that I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um so going into this album, I was kind of like well, I'm hoping we get some just some good old Sufjan to review. And I will say that for all intents and purposes, Mama, this is a classic Sufjan. This is like and perfect, um, perfect album. Not perfect album, yeah. but like perfectly Sufjan album. Yes, I 100% agree. And I think the thing that I wanted to bring up, because I'm going to mention this album a lot. So I'll just mention, mention it all. So I really love his album, Carrie and Lowell, um, which is an album that should have been up for album of the year back in, I think, 2016, when 1989 won. While it is still like, I like 1989. Carrie and Lowell got snubbed. Honestly, one of the saddest albums ever written. Same year. Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen, one of the happiest albums, was also snubbed. Like, uh, listening to Sufjan's Carrie and Lowell, followed by Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen, is literally the entire expanse of human emotion, if you ask I me. I love that. Like, oh, that's it so is good. The album, Carrie and Lowell, was written all about his, his mom, who he had a very complicated and not-so-good relationship with. <sighs> so... To go into this one, thinking of that one, was a very interesting kind of exploration of Sufjan and his mental state. I'm going to listen to that album after this, I'll tell you that much. Be ready. So, There's some... so you're telling me that the album um, Carrie and Lowell was, was nominated? No, should have been. Should it have was been like it was, I, I could look it up. Like, it and Emotion to me are two of the biggest snubs in Grammy history ever. And I think they, like, lost out on nominations to, like, Ed Sheeran's, like, Multiply or whatever math equation he chose that year. And, like, it was very, like, how when you and I talked, there was a couple of the albums that 
were in the category where I was like, this was paid for. This was a paid nomination. And Supion did not have enough money. And Carly, yeah. they were like, we just want to leave you as the call me by your name girl. And the gays were like, that's fine. We will take her. Mm-hmm. The Grammys were like, goodbye. And the gays were like, hello and welcome. Yes. Yes. But on that on that note, though, I feel like your your bar for like Grammys is being nominated where a lot of times it's like, cause you're mentioning the snubs and I'm going, wait a minute. Like Beyonce gets snubbed every fucking year. Every time she gets an album, it's, she gets snubbed. Like, well, there's a snub can take many forms. She's snubbed from a win, but she's always nominated. Always nominated. But I feel like that is like the, the white Grammy voters going, we got to like put this up here or else they're going to think we're racist. And it turns out we, we do think that they're racist but either way. Isn't it an honor just to be nominated? That's what they say. I mean, here's what I'll say. I think my personal opinion, I like the Grammys as fun. They have no bearing. Ugh. Beyonce. Okay. Here's my thing. Beyonce and Taylor Swift to their fans are not singers. They are deities. They are like, yeah, they are <laughs> yeah. deified. Do, yeah. do they, they could lose every single Grammy from here on out, and they would be just fine. Look at how their tours are doing. Are they're, you kidding me? It would fuel okay. It would fuel five more documentaries from Taylor Swift about how she didn't get nominated. <laughs> and, and people would watch it. And people would watch it. Yeah. And meanwhile, while all of them are doing that, Sufjan is over here pouring yeah. his heart out. <laughs> yeah he feels so uh, like in terms of the the way he approaches music he's very similar to like a Mitski of the world where he is very like there aren't a lot of collaborators on mm-hmm. this album like they're pretty much i think all the songs are actually just written by him mm-hmm. so from oh, that, that like it's a very minus one which is a cover which is rare for Sufjan to even do right right but all of like all of the songs are that he like outside of cover are like all by him, like produced by him, the whole thing. Yeah. Front of that. And that's, that's something that is exceptionally rare these days in music. A lot of times it is like, get them all in the room and, or at least get Jack Antonoff in the room. Um, and the fact that this, like this doesn't have that makes it so, it does feel a lot more like a diary entry. Like uh, the lyrics feel like they're not meant necessarily for us to, to fully understand or get, but like he's writing this from a, a place of how he's feeling and like describing things in a way that like relate to him. It's not meant for us. It's really just truly kind of putting it out into the world. And then if people resonate it with it, great. Is that what you guys kind of got? That sounds like an amazing way to live creatively. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, no, I, you're a hundred percent right, Aaron. That is absolutely his style. Um, what I love about Sufjan is there'll be a lot of like times where I'll hear a line and I'm like, that makes zero sense in the context of the song. It, it is truly like a diary. And I'll give an example, which is from Carrie and Lowell. I'm blanking on the track's title. It's the third track. But like he has this line that's literally just, you check your text while I masturbated. Who writes that? 
Who writes that? Olivia Rodrigo that. probably would write that. Oh my god. She's, she's not right? like oh. that, Aaron. Take it back. Um, no, you know who would? Cindy Lauper. She wrote a whole song about female masturbation. I bet she would. Tuve Lou. Tuve Lou would write that. She would write Tuve that. Tuve Lou would. Yeah. You're right. But Susan, so it turns it's very out diary entry. Very diary yeah. entry. Mm-hmm. Very like, yeah, this is how my day went. I'm surprised that he doesn't have a song about a sandwich that he made. <laughs> he might. We just don't know it. We just don't know. Yeah. We just don't know. Simon, a minute ago, you said uh, you wish you had that freedom to, um, to kind of put things out into the yeah. world. Yeah. Wouldn't that be just nice if you could just throw out whatever was on your mind, you know? You know what I mean? What are what are we doing here today? Well, uh, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I don't think that we are doing it. <laughs> this is this is like <laughs> we acknowledge that that like we're not necessarily like <laughs> trying to hit some critical success with this, you know? You know what, Aaron? You are so right on that. You are girlfriend. You are so on. Girlfriend, you are so on. <laughs> um, and that's why he's co-host. People. <sighs> one of the other things that I feel like is is like so Sufjan, TM. Love that. Is like the the way that he does like his his vo- vocal inflection is very much like a secret whisper, which kind of adds to that yeah. diary entry of like the like a, a, a whisper singing mm-hmm. kind of thing. I want um, you to lean in. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely is, helps with the through line, but... Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There, Yeah, you, Brady, you mentioned that the last song is a cover. Um, mm-hmm. Have you listened to the original? Yes. And... And it's very different. Um, hold on, let me flip over. I have individual notes on each of these songs. Ah, fabulous. So, uh, original by Neil Young. And Neil Young is, his version is far more like orchestral almost in a way, like, um, which seems weird because when I, I, I hadn't heard it like Neil Young's version. I had definitely heard versions of this. And like, him and Sufjan's seem like they shouldn't be so far removed because Sufjan has a lot of choral elements and how you were talking about how he whispers. Another very Sufjan thing that a lot of people don't realize is what sounds like a harp, all that like strumming. That's just the way he plays his guitar. There's no no harp. Oh my God. That's incredible. He is. (laughs) Yeah. You'll, you'll hear it on Carrie and Lowell after you two listen to it. Like, wow. But so like, what I love about a cover, and particularly like I said, the last song, I think um, it was a cover on any album should, the person should make it their own, and there should be a reason that it is there. Absolutely. This album, mm. this album to me, how I said Carrie and Lowell was like, his which i still think like i said is his magnum opus this album's fantastic javelin karen lola is his his magnum opus but they're like two sides of the same coin of dealing with grief this one to me felt like 
in further context for anyone listening that doesn't know, he has dedicated this to his late partner, Evans Richardson, which also rare for Sukhyan to share about his personal life. Famously mm. very quiet. Always thought he was queer. To hear it is nice. But like, it feels like a dream. Like this album felt very dream. Like you're looking back through the relationship and remembering these very nostalgic moments and like the highs and the lows. And to end with there's a world, it's like he realized that like his kind of world that he had been living in, the person that he loved is no longer there, but like there's something more later. That's kind of the feel I got from it. It's a beautiful close. And I think that was something you mentioned a lot, Simon, is you got to wrap up. Like, how do you wrap up the album? A yes. And just kinda... so many people just, it's such a wasted opportunity so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think he wasted it. I think he, oh. he said, you know what? I have neatly wrapped this Christmas present and it just needs a nice bow. I'm not just going to slap, I'm not going to slap on one of the store-bought, like, tape bows. I'm gonna <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> I'm going to take the time and neatly craft the most perfect bow. Are y'all good at wrapping gifts? Because I'm not. I can't do it for shit. You put a gun to my head, I'm <laughs> I'm toast. <laughs> I can't yeah, do no, it. I, could, I can do it with a box. Like, a neat corners, and like, perfectly neat corners, you can do it. I can do Is it. That... Really? I can do it. Yeah. Um, really? <laughs> but I'm... I prefer putting things into bags and then just giving them a bag. Oh, amen. I'm oh. very like, what's it? It's like, just look at it from the front. Like, oh, you know, like the. Music. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Like, like Bob, like Bob the drag queen has. Look at this photo. Just yes. don't swipe left, don't swipe right. Yes. That's just look at it from this angle. Don't look at the back. Don't like open it from this angle. Yes. You wrap, you wrap presents for editorial. Yeah. It is good from the front. You don't see everything pulling everything back. (laughs) I love that. Oh my God. But I mean, this is like, I've watched probably collectively three hours of YouTube tutorials on how to tie a tie. And I can't do it. Like that is just me. Like, mechanical shit like this i'm just so fucking dumb people like ugh. i hate ties so like don't even worry about it oh i love a tie. ties are dumb <laughs> what uh, oh i love a tie a, oh my favorite tie is a bow tie bow tie and suspenders okay oh. yeah like, right. i did have my bow tie phase so brady i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that you know how to tie a bow tie yes like and not do a I'm clip so on. jealous yes so like um at my cousin's wedding absolutely like if this sounds so vain but it's so rare for me if i have the opportunity to wear a bow tie and suspenders and be the best dressed in the room i'm gonna fucking take it wow um it's not that hard just go to the bars and a suspenders and a bow tie mm, i don't know it's <laughs> a little weird I it will it. be weird you'll be but you'll be the best dressed in the room you'll be be like, the best why are you dressed up so so much yeah. oh well if I'm going to the bars, I'm not wearing a bow. I'm wearing, okay, like, I will wear suspenders. I wore this on New Year's, and I can't wait for it to cool down in Austin again for me to wear it. But Ugh. I will be in suspenders with, like, four buttons down, 70s style, BGs, okay. like, right. full shirt open. 
That's the look. That's Wow. the look. We're learning a lot about Brady today. The fashions, uh, the, the And process. gold, gold sleeves. Got to show off the tattoos. Oh, You know, sleeves. the vibes. We, we got army salute again. <laughs> You got to show off the ink. You got I to literally, ink. I literally can't help myself. Anytime I learn someone is in the military, I salute as gaily as I, I just, I can't help Very Cadet it. Kelly. Yes, I think that's the, I just can't help myself. It's like someone is pouring a lot of cream into coffee. I, you want some coffee to go with that cream? And I think it's so funny. Every time I cannot help myself. There are just those little things, those little jokes. I gotta say it every time. And they're not funny. They're not Brady, funny. I did, and I do want to ask, what was like music like Hmm. <laughs> when you were on inactive duty? Like, what did, what did, what did people listen to on the road, at, at camp, and all the whole things? Yeah. And has that like influenced kind of like your taste in music now? And what devices? So are we talking like iPod Shuffle here? What, what's the time frame? Well, so I, I joined in 2018. Okay, okay. Um, so it was very like modern era. Um, Okay. I would say biggest thing for me is like I was stationed in South Korea and then I was stationed in Fort Leavenworth um, Oh my God. all, all during the pandemic. So I was working Oh. like I, I was working in the ER when COVID started. So for me, I think the Oh music, my God. what was interesting, music's always been a big part of my life. It's something I've loved since I was a kid. Like, and so for me, like active duty didn't change it as much as like my upbringing did. Like um, how we were talking about ACL. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to this real quick. I grew up on Shania and I know that Oh, for most, most Austin gays, that was the, like the one to see at the end of the night. But I went Foo Fighters because I grew up banging my little head around to some Dave Grohl. And I was living my life while everyone else was living their life at Shania, just banging my head around shirtless at ACL. And I literally, the people after the show, the people next to me were like, oh, so you've seen them before, right? And I was like, no, never. So, but to answer your question, Aaron, like, Active duty, like you, the thing that I love, like whenever I go to my trainings and what I really miss about active duty is you meet people from all walks of life. So I had a lot of people who were from Hispanic background, which like would play a lot of reggaeton. And being that I speak Spanish, like I could fit right in. Um, I had some people who like were Filipino and would want to show me the Filipino style of music, which is very like, I love world music because like there's lots of fun, poppy, boppy sounds that I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, but this is a jam. Like I don't need to know what they're saying to know that this is a bop. Yes. And like the Filipinos specifically, like they love karaoke, like they love karaoke. And so I, that part and Korea is big on karaoke. <laughs> oh, Like they love eat a lot. karaoke. Ooh. Oh, I'll tell you what, you want to have a good time in Korea? You guys are ever looking to go to Korea? Soju is like tasteless. Yeah, you just throw Karaoke, that back. Mm. you will do things you never thought. I, I remember going to karaoke and I was like, this has always been a karaoke song for me. 
but I was like, I don't know if I have the courage to do it. But I sang both parts of Fancy because I know every word. <laughs> Iggy Azalea deserves not Reba, that. not the Reba not, version, not Reba. No, and I love Reba. No, but Iggy Azalea—that's one of my guilty pleasure. I, mm. I'm like, I will fund that woman's career till she decides <laughs> she doesn't want to have one. Well, I think that I she sold that. all of the masters to all of her like songs, didn't she? No, she said she was retiring and then oh. rescinded on that because her third album, End of an Era, she realized, you know what? If this is really going to be the end of the era, I'm just going to make music for the girlies and the gays. And we ate it up. And yeah, I hope we? she gets us more. I ate it up. I am the They're out there. Are you speaking for all of us, Brady? We ate it up? <laughs> uh, yes, I am. I, I'm a spokesperson. I'm a big fan club. We ate it up. I love that. Uh, we love that. But I get I, interesting that you also bring up like with with that you the different walks of life is great, but that you're like you can tell that it's a bop when it's when it's like in a different language and stuff. I feel like for me, I want to be able to sing along because I love karaoke oh. and I love being able to participate. I think. And so the idea of having to like not being able to do that because I do not know any idea of what they're saying doesn't do it for me. It never does it oh. for me. Aaron, I'm sorry. We we did Blackpink. We did an episode of Blackpink. Love. And Love me did... some K-pop. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I've tried but to I listen think... to like Bad Bunny, but but I, I think for me, it's so interesting that you say that, Aaron, considering how I know you're a big Candy Muse fan, and I can't understand anything she says in English. <laughs> oh, oh come my God. for me. Come Dr for me. That, hey. That was good. That was good. Was that in your notes? Did you have that prepared? You were like, Candy Muse. Nope. Gonna mention Candy quick, Muse. That was brilliant. Those. That was brilliant. Aaron, Aaron get him a mug. Get him a oh, bopper flop mug. Oh, I, I do have some bopper flop. You'll get a bopper flop mug. Okay. Oh do I also have to make a photo? Because I know normally you guys do photos. Yeah. Well, the, we're so a little weird. behind on that. This <laughs> album cover is so weird too. It is. It is. But I'm ready. I'm like I'm I'm have the text ready to send to my mom and my sister to be like, get me the weirdest <laughs> photos you can find in our family album of me from ages. Yeah, birth, yeah you would now. you would have and to I'll get me a lot a of options. When I'm bored at work, exactly. Or at drill this weekend. There we can figure something out. We'll, we'll figure something out we'll for this album out. cover. We'll figure it out. Um. Okay. We we didn't even chat about it, but we need to chat about it because yeah, we do. ACL. <laughs> yeah, I went. Aaron Facetimed me. Yeah, Aaron Facetimed me at <laughs> Jesse Ware. I felt like I was there. Mm -hmm. It was Brady. What were your thoughts on ACL? I okay, so I loved it. Um, last year I had moved down here in September and was only able to go two days. I regret I should have just taken the third day off of work and gone because Japanese breakfast was there. Oh, a lot love. of people complained about this year's lineup. I loved this year's lineup. I'm like, there were some hidden gems in there. And there were some people that I was like, I mean, people that I was fans of and people that I like sort of knew, like Jesse Ware is a good example. Jesse Ware and you know who blew me away? Becky Hill. 
Like I think Webb at the time that she was performing. Yep. Becky Hill, I love a fun British girl who knows that her music's not necessarily the deepest, but it is just it's meant to be dancey and fun, and we're here to get stupid and stupid. We're gonna be absolutely stupid. <laughs> I so, have never heard of Becky Hill, but I'm on her page now, and I think I could get into this. You, I guarantee you, you've heard Becky Hill songs. Probably. It's a lot with David Guetta and yeah. Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Like, she does stuff, but... Okay, all right. She also completely, like... the My favorite part of it was when an artist can be, like, very referential to themselves. And she was like, yeah, I'm from Worcester, and I know that you Americans struggle with that. So we're going <laughs> to work on it together and, like, made us practice. Oh, that's fun. Thing. I like that. Worcester. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy I got to see Mimi Webb. That was, <laughs> I, I don't, no regrets not going to Becky Hill. But that was like probably my biggest kind of, not critique necessarily. And I honestly, I had tickets for both weekends and I sold my weekend too because I was like, I can't do two weekends of this. But <laughs> we're all a lot of conflict. can't do that. Yeah. Literally the whole day, like at least, at least once, if not like two or three times each day, there were two different artists I wanted to see at the exact same time, huh. like on the lineup. I would have wanted to see Becky Hill, and I would have wanted to see Meeting Web. I would have wanted to see Odessa, and I wanted to see Mumford and Sons. I would have wanted to see Side Piece, but instead I saw Hozier. Hmm. It was like I could have gone both weekends, and I think I probably would have been able to see like very different artists and had a great experience. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so festivals are exhausting. I've never, I've never been to one that size. I feel like it would be really, really tiring. Here's what I kept comparing it to. First off, I think my big thing, having been twice now, is I wish there was like more time in between shows so that I don't have to run. I want to see the end of Noah con set and then go to food fighters i don't want it to end at eight o'clock and then you have to try to fight a crowd so i can get uh, close to dave Grohl. i want to have my time yeah to get there like give me 15 minutes you know what give me three i'm gay i can make it in three yeah you can but let's give 15 um but the thing that i like could see the benefit of having two weekends um, but wouldn't want to do is if you only have one weekend, you have to do what I called the Sophie's choice. I was <laughs> Meryl Streep multiple times during this festival choosing yeah. which one stays and which one comes with me. Yeah. And I don't want to be, I'm not Meryl Streep. I'll never be her. None I don't want to be. be. No. Maybe. Well, I believe that you could be. I'd be like Meryl Streep. <laughs> when you once you get your sewing down, oh. yeah, once you get my sewing down, that's good. Match game performance, Meryl Streep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meryl Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Now, that's a good drag see, name. That is a good drag name. I love a good punny drag name, though. Me too. Love oh. a pun. I can't get into the like witness protection names. It's like Becky, Linda, Chanel, Montus. Yeah. Like, no. What I want. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I, I'm surprised no one has it. I've said I think one of the most perfect ones is Jenna Sequa. Wow, that's good. Like, I love watch, that. It's great. No, it's great. No, why is no one taking it? We'll see her on next season of Drag Race. Don't worry. There's a very <laughs> funny French phrase that would be an amazing drag name. It's what? so there's this French like expression which means like, oh, if there's a problem in in life, look for the woman. Very misogynistic. But cherchez yeah. la femme. It's, yeah, that's good. That's a drag name. That's a drag name right there. Cherchez la femme. Oh, that's so good. And my Ooh. friend was like, where's the name? And I was like, well, it has the word share in it. So yeah. And then again, like cherchez la femme. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's a drag That's a great okay. and that's a great name. It's yeah. a, and it's a pun Fabulous. because when you're tucked, look for the woman to look for the woman. There's a lot of layers to this one. It's big brain moves. That's really good. You have a trademark. Do you have a copywritten? It's yep. your name if you want it. <laughs> so you can give it out if you need to. <laughs> Buy one of his dresses. Maybe he'll give you the name. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but give me a couple months to work. Yeah. She's got to work on um, first. <laughs> I think we've said enough about ACL. I mean, I could say so much more. Jesse, where? Oh. Uh, Rena, uh, a second time for me. <gasps> Rena was bad. Rena oh, was bad. No. Oh, was we walked living. away from Rena. We said none of this. I was living. Oh my god. Did, Brady, did you see the moment when like the two backup dancers tried to pick her up doing the tea thing and then they <laughs> couldn't pick her up? The sloppy I... choreo was sloppy choreoing. She was trying to Aaron... be big and trying to be polished and mama. <laughs> Not good. At, at emo, she was fantastic. I was also completely in my own world. Like Emos was like the last time like she was here though, right? Like Yeah. But I'm saying this time the like there was probably a good like four feet of space between me and the other people. And I was not like deep in the crowd, like not like far back in the crowd or super deep. Just because I had made that much room just dancing. I was in my own world. It didn't matter. She could have she could have laid down on stage and just sat there like this singing. And I would have still been dancing. Because I was living. I've done that drug before. I think... <laughs> I think what you're saying here is you might not even been paying attention to what's on stage. You weren't even like watching her perform. You're just like, I love Doesn't these matter. songs. Doesn't and matter. I'm wiggling. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. From a performance perspective, though, I will I will say that like her latest album, and we, we reviewed it on the pod, was very much like... And she even said, like, I designed this album to be like for stadiums and for arenas and for big venues, big production. Mm -hmm. And what it kind of feels like what I got from it was watching her perform was she's trying to have big production, have to or have all this choreo, have this kind of like perspective. But doing it on a on a budget and doing it like maybe like single voice in the room instead of like really having a team to be able to help build the ideas. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the performance and just like kind of how it all came together, I was like, girl, you're wearing no makeup. You are wearing like a fucking <laughs> button down white shirt and like these baggy ass like jeans looking like yeah, you just rolled right out of bed. We ask like, a lot. You try we ask you try a lot. <laughs> the jeans were homophobic. 
the whole the whole look was like it was it was it, to me it was giving i'm trying to be like to put on a look by not having a look mm. but it just came off as you didn't have a look girl the no look look yeah it's hard yeah. to do it's hard to but do it, she didn't pull it off yeah. no uh, what i would say about the the jean look and this is maybe mean of me because i do love her it did give a little like went on amazon and was like stripped era christina aguilera jean look and this is the one that got sent she was yep. like she was like yep oh. i'm gonna look so good and then she got it and was like well i'm gonna perform tomorrow <laughs> gonna it's like I did order a Spice Girl shirt on Amazon once, and I paid the price. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Speaking of buying things off Amazon, what is going on with Shania Twain and the wigs? Love it. The $10 girl. Amazon wigs are coming out every fucking night. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Shan, as we call her, she's, go- she's you know. She's living her she's, best life. She's she really her best is. Life. That's going to be me when I'm her age. Just wigs. A lot of wigs. Just wigs. <laughs> um, it, uh, Shan. Yeah, no, it's especially sad because, like I said, I saw Foo Fighters. When Dave Grohl's hair looks better than Shania's, <laughs> we what got problems, the Mama. We got problems. Well, he's got a, he's got a nice set of hair. He does. But, but he's a rocker. I mean, yeah. like, you know, like I expect him to be sweating. He was smoking on stage, and his hair looked better than that wig. That's fair. I I, like, I have oh. to say I have like the hots for Marcus Mumford. Dan. Oh, after yes, a hundred percent after that a, performance. He is a hottie, and he has so much charisma. Ah. Um. Yeah. Maybe. He yeah. is like so charming. He is so charming. Same with um, Niall Horan and that Irish accent. <laughs> uh oh, Aaron says no, sir. I I I do like Niall, and I do think he is cute in a way. I think I actually liked him more when he was in One Direction. Now I, him by <laughs> him by himself, like being confident, you I'm like I don't, I don't like that. Get out of here. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of speaking of One Direction boys, I thought of this this weekend and I just had I knew I had to tell you, Aaron. I just can't help it. Okay, Harry Styles albums are good. They're just good people. I'm sorry, he sucks. He's probably really dumb. His albums are really good. His albums are good. They are. And that's why he <sighs> was on our um top albums of all time. That we reviewed. That we reviewed. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not out here trying to defend Harry Styles every week, but here I am. But one thing that we <laughs> ha- are still not um, done defending yet is Sufjan. It's Sufjan. Oh my god, girl, get back here, Sufjan. We're not done with you. Come on. We're, we are who, not done with you, Sufjan. Who is also a very handsome man. Well, oh, he is so handsome. So handsome. Oh my god. He's oh. a cutie patootie, and he—you just tell he's like one of those emotional boys. He's, he's dark and brooding. Oh, oh, he is absolutely my type. In like when I'm in a caregiver mood, oh, come here, come snuggle. 
Okay, so I went. I mentioned <laughs> I had friends here. One of the friends I had was Dago, aka Dago. Pod, Dago. We love. We love. Yeah. And if if you if if you know anything about Dago, it is that like literally everything he posts on social is like this album is going to wreck me. Yes. And like this, <laughs> every, every, every week, an album comes out. He's like, I think this might be my favorite album of all time. Yeah. Every yeah. week. Every week. Like yeah. every single thing. She has that and, outlook on life. And and then and then additionally, like at the, the shows and stuff, I look over and he is balling. He is balling <laughs> nonstop. He can't even Taco. handle it. He Taco. can't even handle see it. Sometimes I'm like, Taco, they're performing. See a Pisces. See a Pisces. Um Virgo. I want to say Virgo. Okay. Right. I don't know. But like it is one of my favorite things about Dago is like just how intensely he is like he feels in his emotions. Yeah. And I feel like Sufjan is the same. But like yeah. not as not as probably outgoing. Because Dago is mm-hmm. like very outgoing. No. Sufjan writes in a dark room. I imagine probably with there's some drug. I don't know what drug, but there's something. He's not. Think he's, he's not like weed. An, I think, think he's, he's like he's a, a weed. He's a weed girly. He's got to be a weed. He's girly. like an ayahuasca type. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not super well versed on my drugs. You know, active duty. Um, right. Can't do those. But there's like <laughs> some of these lines. I'm like, you did not write this sober. No. No. Are no, any good I, artists sober? I'm just kidding. That's I'm just, I'm, so... I'm gonna guess it's somewhere <laughs> in the, the realm of occasional acid, probably more regularly yeah. weed. That yeah. feels like That's what funny. how we would get to where we are today with Sufyan. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um overall, one of the things I liked about this album too was it it really did feel like it was a through line. It felt like the album whether it was the themes of the songs or whether it was just like the way that the album was kind of compiled and put together it just played very well together all the songs kind of worked back to back without like too much kind of like jarringness Mm. um which i really appreciated this album really felt to me like one of those ones where you not a pregame never gonna play this out of pregame much like my playlist but on like a on an on an emotional like walk after some things have happened, taking this album on the go, Mama, it's gonna do you some mm-hmm. good. It'll mm-hmm. take you somewhere emotionally, that's for sure. He really does give storyteller in the best way. Think- Where do you think it it'll take us to? Us just somewhere that you better be emotionally ready for. That's what I'm gonna say. AMC. <laughs> Feels good to cry in a like, place like this. Like come here to laugh. I wish I had the script in front of me right now, but I don't. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Like this. <laughs> what an iconic that... lady. She's just always doing it. Honestly, okay, is that not, that's like the perfect thing. You you listen to Sufjan on your way to AMC because heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <sighs> now I need to go see a movie like today, tomorrow. It is what it is. Uh, Brady, you have like a lot of notes and we're getting close to the point that we could probably give the album a review, but I want to give you a chance to like... Give us the high hitters. I'll give you you my cliff notes. We kind of talked about There's a World. So we start with 
Goodbye Evergreen. What, like, for me was such a slow burn of a song, has this, like, roller coaster of emotion and sound. And, like, now knowing, like I said, the context of, like, the loss of his partner really, like, kind of, to me, was like, oh, this is new context to this song. This really, like, solidifies. And then we go into a running start, which what you said earlier, Aaron, 100% true with this song. This is like classic Sufjan sound. This is like chef's kiss. It's relaxing. It's got strumming. It's got bells. We've got background vocals. And then we get to Will Anybody Ever Love Me? What? What's <sighs> more? Like this one hit deep. It's a single for a reason. Like he knew what he had. This one I wanted to talk about specifically because you and I talked about this album at ACL. The song, Everything That Rises, if you don't hear it now, when you listen to it again, Aaron, think about the song Oceanic Feeling by Lord from Solar Power. Okay. There is something in this song structure, the like way it waves and kind of the like reflective nature of the future. I was like, this is the brother of Oceanic Feeling. And then I was like, damn, Lord should call up Sufjan for the next album. That's all I could oh. think. I could uh, see it I'd working. be down. I'd be I, down. Could, I could see it working. I could totally see it working. Yeah. Like, She's got to say, Jack, take a take a pause on this one, you know? Yes, I agree. Well, that, that's, that is what Brady was saying. Yeah. Brady's like, Jack has spread himself too thin. Too thin. I agree with you. I am on that train as well. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we went into Genuflecting Ghosts. Very hymnal. Fits the title. Um, One that kind of I had to listen to a couple times to really get was My Little Red Fox. Very lullaby. Kind of almost Christmassy vibes on it. Mm -hmm. But a very sweet kind of I don't know it, it it's a weird song for me and then on to the other single so you're tired again very like moves from like i say it's more lullaby the title fits it gave me like when i listen to it i'm like i am a disney princess sitting in a meadow he's he's a sukyan is a disney princess sitting in a meadow singing this to his animal friends that's the vibe of this song and here for it uh. then Javelin, the title track to Having to Hold. It's the shortest. I wasn't crazy about the intro. It grew on me, but there's something like it it sounded like intentionally off key almost. And then like there was some of the lines though I thought were really beautiful. Like, like it sounded like someone he was trying to save but knew he couldn't. And then Shit Talk, this one was like the longest. So we go from shortest to longest, and it just had so much space to grow musically. And then we end with There's a World, which, like I said, I think is just a fantastic ending song. Sufjan always sticks his landing, and this is no different. Like he, And he, he did it with a cover. Yeah, power move. Power move. Wow. So Brady, um, 
I'm getting, I kind of feel like I know how you're going to rate this album, Bop or Flop, but I'd love for you to say it. Is this album a Bop or Flop? So for me, this album's a Bop, albeit I can't say that it's a Bop in the sense of like, oh, put this on and you're going to like be like upbeat and your day's going to... No, no. It is a Bop in the sense of you need to reflect on some things and this is an album you can put on. This is a bop in that it's like, there's room for growth, there's room for thinking. Um, and I think Sufjan did such a good job. The reason I will, like it really solidified itself as a bop for me is it's almost genius in the way, I wouldn't call it a concept album. I don't think I can just listen to many individual tracks without listening to the album front to back because they flow mm-hmm. so seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And that's really rare. Yeah. That yeah. is exactly what, for me, uh, a bop of an album is. It's like, you want to listen, you want to put on the full album. You're not going to take the couple singles and put them on a playlist. Mm-hmm. And Brady, to your point, <clears throat> this is a, a perfectly constructed album that in the right mood, in the right kind of state of mind, this album's going to kill you. This album's going to take you exactly where you need it to go. And it's going to accomplish the goal that you kind of want to get out of the music. So I'm similar to you. This album is a, a total bop to me. Simon, what about you? You know, I'm going to have to agree with you, you guys. I really am. It is, um, it does feel out of my wheelhouse for some reason. Maybe just because he's like male presenting or male. Maybe, maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, but it it's it is one of those albums that like I think you need to be in the right headspace and like know what you're getting into a little bit. Um, because yeah, if you're not, it's going to be a real hard adjustment. I think. But I really enjoyed it. I think he's an incredible storyteller. I'm going to go back and listen to his other albums. I'll probably start with the one you mentioned and and dive in a little bit. You're like, you think this one wrecks you emotionally? Just be like, oh, God. Like, I would, anyone that I tell to listen to Carrie and Lowell, just be ready. And <sighs> honestly, if I could, for me, like a good album also gives me like, I'm a very visual person and a lot of times like an album when it's really well done, I will like imagine the visual in my, my own like head. Mm-hmm. Javelin is very like early fall, early fall. There's nice colors. There's some nostalgia. There's some sadness. When you go into Karen Lowell, honestly, save it for a gray Minnesota winter day. That is that album. You want to just like it is a gray day, and, but like it's it hits deep. So like it's a <sighs> beautiful, beautiful exploration of grief, but it is not to be like. I would be like you got to be in the right headspace. You got to know like how you might feel after because you're gonna feel some things. I got a long day tomorrow. I don't know if I could do that one tonight. Don't do it. I wouldn't do it. Do it today. Save it. Okay. Save it for that moment. Save it for that moment. Probably not. Probably not for Atlanta Pride. Not for Atlanta Pride. (laughs) Try it at the pregame. Try it at the pregame. Have you? So, like, one thing that I uh, 
I did back in the day uh, at there was at Pensacola Pride. Oh, was, shout out. I was I was like the DJ of of our like um like room that we had. This is before you, Simon. This is before yep. you. Mm-hmm. And um it was like 2 a.m. and I was like, I need to go to bed. I want to go to bed. I do not want people in our like suite oh, anymore. They gotta yeah. go. Yeah. And so what I did is I went into my room and I locked it and I still had connection to the speaker and I played like Johnny Cash. <laughs> that would be effective given like for that audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Just bet they left the right line. quick. Yeah. Ring of fire. <laughs> That's how you get That's them out. That's a good way That's to do it. Say, all right, get out of here. But then they just <laughs> found a way to repair. But there was at least the moment where I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I need to go to bed. That's incredible. Oh, do not mess with me if I don't get sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go on to uh, Top Bop. Mm-hmm. Anyone feel like they really mm-hmm. want to start first? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I'll just give it to it right away. It's uh, Will Anybody Ever Love Me? Well, yeah. Well, let's give it a listen real quick, and then we'll be right back to discuss. Sorry. Oh, my God. Good Lord. I don't have a lot of like really insightful stuff for this one. I'm just going through a lot right now. And this song really spoke to me. And it was like, if I were that creative, this is a song I would have liked to have said, oh, I wrote that because that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. You are that creative, Simon. You are. I don't think I am, but we'll see. (laughs) Maybe one day. You won't know unless you try. Uh, that's true. You won't that's know unless true. you try. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was almost uh, this honestly before today because, like I said, I had notes. This was my top pop, and I had a last minute switch. It can change like that. Sometimes you have to listen to your heart. Well, I, then we need to know what your last so minute switches. Cool. Yeah, or we, we need, need to know. I. Yeah. <laughs> Today, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, anybody ever loved me? Still fantastic. I have to give it to Shit Talk. An okay. eight, almost nine minute song that like, it really, there's something about it that just speaks to me. The lyrics, the music, like it's in, for whatever reason, like just the opening line, it's stuck in my head. No more well, writing, that's... no more talking shit. I got to refresh my memory. I'll be right back. All right. Eight minutes later, we're back. Eight minutes later. So you gave us a little bit of a a preview as to why you love this one. But what else do you want to... You got to sell this one to us. I mean, for me, I think it's the, like... It's the rise and fall of the song specifically i mean the music does really i think the music and lyrics kind of go so hand in hand there's a lot of times where he's like you know hold me closely hold me tightly lest i fall like it's the push and pull of like you know i love you but i don't think like we can really be doing 
things the way we're doing. Like, I don't know, it just speaks to me in that way of like, you still really care about somebody, but you know it's just kind of wrong. It's that like resting, like you're wrestling with yourself on like, like all we're doing is fighting and I don't want to fight anymore, but I don't want to lose you sort of thing. I think it's beautiful. I think the lyric, um, I love you, but I can't live with you is like my memoir title. Mm-hmm. Title of that? Yeah. Title of that? <laughs> no, we don't do that. That's a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, it is a great song. The production is gorgeous, like you said. Oh, it's good. Mm. That leaves me. That leaves you, Aaron. What do you got? That leaves me. Um, You know, all this was really hard to decide, but... um. <clears throat> I'm going to give it to the the first song on the album, Goodbye Evergreen, because I think it really sets the stage for what the album is going to kind of feel like and sound like. And so from that, like when I'm not listening to the album, I almost immediately go into Goodbye Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's give, give it that a listen really quick. Yeah, yeah. we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Evergreen. Mm-hmm. You know I love you. Oh, voice of an angel, that one. That's my Adele. That's my Adele. That's a great Adele. Oh, wait, is Adele in the room again? I can just do Emma Collins vibes. Yeah, Adele's here hanging out again. Oh, Roy <laughs> I don't know what accents I can do. <laughs> you know oh. what? We get closer every week, I think. I do like going, good oi. Good I, love that, I love that you pull out an accent, though. I love doing an accent. Oh my God, I do too. I, I'm not great at them, but I know. do. Well, I have one. One of my friends it specifically annoys him, so like every couple months, I'll send it to him as a voice note. Uh, my Scottish, <laughs> my Scottish accent, but I have to get into it yes. with a specific quote. It is, "I am Merida of Clandon Brock, and I'll be shooting <laughs> for me own hand." Oh, from Brave, Brave, Pixar's Brave, and then I had to do Emma Thompson playing the mom, just going, "Don't shut dad, draw another arrow." So I'll just start talking and being like, oh. "Hey, I hope you're having a really good day," and blah 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 blah. And I am mad at that. He's like, "I hate you." That's so funny. She's People pissed. can really be terrorists with voice messages. It's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, my bit is that i always will um i'll always if i answer the phone or if i call someone i'll always confirm it to them i'll be like hey <laughs> is this even though like obviously i called you you know it's yeah, or it's like a landline yeah if someone calls me i will i will answer the phone as if they uh i was calling them like hey are you are you are you busy right now? Do you have a chance to talk? <laughs> so, that's that's also terrorism. My my mom, <laughs> I give her hell every time, and I'm gonna tell her that I was on this, so I'm sure she'll listen. So hi, mom, you're probably gonna hear hi, this. Hi, hello. She, Patty Schneider, I love her. My mother. Shout though, out to Patty. She'll be like Brady Schneider. This is your mother. I'll be like, I know. <laughs> I, I have your number saved. 
parents always do that. It's so funny. Siri told me. Siri told me. Don't you worry, mom. Don't you worry. Also in a text, like, hi, Simon, it's mom. Like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Brady, does Siri get your last name right? Oh, no, but my Siri's set to an Irish man, so I don't expect it. (laughs) That's too bad. That's too bad. Um, we normally do a section called biggest flop. I texted Simon right before this, or we hopped on. I was like, I don't want to do biggest flop. He didn't want to do it. But then he said, <sighs> I'll point a gun to your head and I'll shoot you if you don't. <laughs> well, I, so I did say that. I, I remember when we talked about this, I knew and I wrestled because I was like, oh, there's really none that are a flop. However, I would agree. I, I think it needs to happen. Like you have to be able you to. You have to do I, it. I hinted at it. For me, it's the title track, Javelin to have and to hold. Uh, to yeah. be the title track and to be the shortest track, I need a punch. Like, and to, for the fact that I was like, oh, I don't love the starting structure. Yeah. I just think they kind of like, like you're. To me, it's like you build to the title track if you're going to have a title track, and it just kind of underwhelmed. So it's not that's a full flop, but it's a flop on some fronts. Okay. Yeah. Brady, For... funny enough, that's exactly why I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my God. If I'm going to choose something, it's going to be the shortest song. It's going to be the title track that isn't necessarily the best track. But, but like, it's... for all intents and purposes, it's not a flop. It's, it's not, not a flop. flop. It's, it's the biggest the flop least, of the songs. It's the least. Here's the way I would phrase it. It's the least bop. There you go. It's not a flop. It's the least there you bop. Go. And that's that. And this may be the first time, but we have a certified flop on our hands because I chose the same thing. Have we ever it done does. that before? Have we all chosen? I don't the think same we've flop? always chosen. No, <laughs> uh-uh. not with three people. This is the that's first happened. in history. History has been. We're, we're making history here today. That's right. That's right. Um, we did. That really only leaves one last thing for us to do. That's right. That's right. And that and is that. That of course is the single obsession of the week. That is our one non-album related song that we just can't help but keep on shaking and grooving to all this whole last week. Uh, Aaron, do you have something in mind? I. I do. Yeah. Um it it is uh from ACL. I okay. saw Hozier. Okay. Who I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But was so pleasantly surprised by the whole show. Truly mm-hmm. like became a huge fan after seeing him. Um and uh it made me want to go back and, and listen to his first album, self-titled. Um, there's a song called Someone New. That is oh, new. he didn't Eric. actually play, but damn, that song is Eric. so good. Oh, his best song, hands down. I gotta say, I love that song. It's so good. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen. I haven't heard it. Oh, it's fabulous. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Brady, what about wow. you? So. As you know, I'm always very opinionated. I had one that I almost picked. Oh, shocking, right? Me opinionated. But I didn't think it was fair to pick a song that I've been, like, 
listening to for months as a single obsession. As much as I love Lauren Daigle, today I'm going to give it to another ACL pick, actually, um, and one that I've already mentioned, uh, All My Love by Noah Kahn. What a talented young man um, who, like, I had heard a couple songs and was like, eh, again, I think certain albums, because I'm an album person more than I am just single songs, Mm -hmm. you got to have the right time, the right, and now that it started cooling off here in Austin, like, his album is so fall, and so this song, though, for me, I got to hear and play it at ACL, and I already liked it, and then it just solidified it. It's just a beautiful song about, like, somebody that it just didn't work out with, but, like, hey, you still got all my love. You know, if you need anything, I'm still here. That kind of, like, the hope that, like, you just stay friends, but, like, who knows, down the line, I'm still here, you're still here, like... Don't do it. Like, well... Don't do it. Well... And also, I (laughs) I have to imagine, I don't know who... But he, he says in the song that um, something about we uh, sang to retrograde. And I'm like, I can only hope that it's retrograde by Maggie Rogers. That oh, they it has to, to has to be. And, and it talks about shaking the frame of your car. I'm like, oh, what a subtle way of, mm, like I see. That. That's very tongue in cheek, Mr. Noah. Yeah. And then he performed with Mumford. He, he deserves everything. He I deserves everything. I, I'm so sad I didn't get to see Tuve Lu, but man, was it worth it to go see my boy Noah. That was mm-hmm. a big conflict, but I agree. I think that if you made the right choice in that Noah is selling out arenas right now, they booked him before he was as big as he is. And he was like, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to see him. His Where movie, you can see Tuve Lu any day of the week. Yeah. So his, I looked cause I was like, okay, let's see. He's coming to the Moody center. June 14th, day after my birthday, maybe treat yourself not for $250 for nosebleeds. Uh, uh, I have have never heard of this guy. I'm I'm putting it into the universe now. I'm manifesting this. Noah is nominated Best New Artist at the Grammys this year. Is this a straight, if this is straight, ma'am? Yes. So but, this person, this person selling out arenas, I truly can't keep up with straight men. I have never heard of this person before in my life. No, he is. Zach Bryan is. Who's the straight Zach guys Bryan? are killing it. But see, he is. He's the straight guy that I like. He's from New England. He's from Vermont. And Zach Bryan, I love too. Um, which I loved when you guys talked about him. Those two though are the straight guys that are so cool with gay guys that are so comfortable in their own skin that they would come to you. They would come to a gay bar with you. They would be out on the back oh. smoking a cigarette, but they would have the best time. People would buy them drinks because, like, they're cool. Noah, no, they're hot. Noah's cool. Well, actually, they're both neither. Ne- Zach's kind of hot. Okay, I'll tell you what. For me, I'm always looks matter, and I wouldn't say that Noah or Zach are like exactly my type their personalities would push them over the edge i'd be like they could get it they could get it yeah that'll happen because they're fun noah noah literally said you're right like 
he literally locked yeah. in a fan with me when he was like, I'm 26, but I'm 26 in the way that like, 26. You, yeah, he's like, I'm 26 in the way that you were in the 1870s. Like maybe I have like eight years left in me, hopefully. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, relatable. relatable. That's funny. Oh, these people have no business being 26 and so talented. How dare they? Simon, how dare they? Yeah. What is your single obsession this week? Well, mine is not an ACL uh, pick, unfortunately. It isn't. No. Um, however, we have kind of really talked quite a bit about linguistics tonight, and my pick kind of is related to that field. Um, you might remember a song by Britney Spears called "If You Seek Amy." Um, and um it's just like i've kind of gotten back into her a little more recently for some reason and that song really changed me when that came out (laughs) i was so gooped and gagged when i figured out what that song was i couldn't believe it britney did that and it holds up it does it's a good really good yeah i think it's the knife meme it has to be oh completely That's that's what brought you back to britney you're right it is it is. What an what an iconic meme! I love it. Did She's you see great. the Deadpool one? <laughs> yeah, that is the best. Yes. The Benihana one kills me. Oh my god! I, oh okay, my god. personal opinion: If Ryan decides he ever doesn't want to be Deadpool, bring Britney. I'd watch it because that was hysterical. That would make a billion dollars at the box office. Move over Crossroads. <laughs> we got a new Britney movie in town. <laughs> and, and That's literally, right. like one of the storylines could just be like she burns down her gym with the candle. <laughs> that was my favorite Instagram story. <laughs> like, uh, why was she so calm? So I burned my gym down. Love it. Love I can't it. follow her. I, can't, I don't even like try and pay attention to her because <laughs> I want to give her the space to live her life. Yeah. And I don't want to be involved in it. I love that. I'm respectfully supporting. And I'm streaming, and, Brittany. I'm streaming. I hope she's getting that money. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Um, well, Brady, this was uh, such a fun episode. Thank yeah, you so much for being here. Oh, yeah. anytime. Anytime you guys need a guest. Anytime. Easy peasy. Oh. Salute. Thank you. We saluted on cam. Um, Brady, if people want to find you and they want to um, read you for filth, talk abba to you one thing we didn't mention that is also worth probably having conversation about is that you listen to video game soundtracks at the gym Uh, fun fun Uh, like love that so yeah you give us give us three off the top of your head yeah go ahead that first that first yeah what three soundtracks off the top of your head that you're like oh i love that one i listen to that one i i have a three playlists i made i have a um the my top listen to one for sure you'll see on my Spotify wrapped is my Let's Hit the Pokemon Gym. Love it. Um I have my Zelda one, Ganon's gym. Okay. And I, okay. I recently I'm like I'm an old man a little bit. I didn't know you could change the playlists like photo yes. on Spotify. You absolutely so now can. I, now my um Zelda one has Daddy Ganondorf. So oh. like Woof. Hilarious. And then I also have a Fire Emblem one that nice. is called Lagoo's Mode, an Ike-approved Fire Emblem workout, and it has <laughs> sexy Ike as the photo. Oh. Um, but yeah, if 
people want to find me, my social media uh, is my last name, S-C-H-N-I-E-E-E. I have three E's. D-E-R. Cheater. Um, yeah, so that you kind of get the sound. Uh, I have no idea what my Spotify handle is. Um, <laughs> we'll post find, it they'll, in they'll the find you via the the um, those playlist names because you're probably yes. the only one. Probably. <laughs> um, I would hope so. Um, it, yeah, it's giving me the long username, but um, yeah, follow me on Spotify if you want. Definitely. I'll, on social media, my Instagrams where you'll find me the most. If you want some, I call them diet thirst traps in uniform. I got oh, you. For a lot of people, that's not diet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. What? Don't give me that look, Aaron. That's the high calorie version. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a regular the... meal for them. Finger yeah. lick. <laughs> yeah. That's the Ozempic. And Ozempic, <laughs> no. What you will find if you hadn't have gathered it from this podcast is if you want the human encyclopedia, just follow my social media. You'll learn everything about animals, Pokemon, science. Really well. Love that. And if you want tax advice, stay tuned to Bopper Flop. That's right. We have, we know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're gearing gearing up for tax season over here. Yeah. If if people, if people (laughs) ask you tax questions, where can they find Mm. you? Well, they've come to the right place. Um, I do work in finance, in product marketing, so close. Um, close. Yep, trust uh, So you can find me on Instagram at the realist Simon if you want to follow my here, there, everywhere, whatever I'm into at the current moment playlist on Spotify. It's called I Love That Playlist. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you? You can find me on all socials at the Aaron. You can find me on the kickball fields. That's at right. Stonewall Sports Austin. Mm. And you can find our podcast at Bopper Flop Podcast mm. on Instagram. That's right. Speaking of kickball, um, Minneapolis champ brought home the crown again. I'm so proud of you, Simon. I'm Thank so you. Proud of you. Thank you. You probably you're probably the most colored, like not colored, but like awarded. I that was only two, right? No, Wait, we we've won together. Did twice. we win twice? That's right. I forgot. Wow, I'm a three timer. You're and a I forgot. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blast. Thanks. Thanks there up you above. Go. You know. That's what happens. Premier League. That's right. If this was soccer, Premier League. Premier. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You should up. All right. Them. Well, it is bedtime over here at the Minkama household. Um, right. This is. So I'll come. Fun. I'll come tuck you in. Thanks, Simon. Absolutely. Quick flight. Quick flight. That's right. And Brady, thank you for joining us. This is so fun. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Oh, all right. Until next Bye, everyone. Time. Bye.